Welcome to the HRT is not the only solution podcast. Perimenopause, menopause, postmenopause. If you think HRT is your only solution, then your host and menopause expert, Maria Anderson, is about to blow your mind. Get comfortable with being uncomfortable to listen to a whole different approach, one that includes you in the equation. Yes, you. Imagine that for a minute. Hello and welcome to episode four. This is Maria Anderson, your menopause coach and expert of HRT is not the only solution. And here we are on episode four. Episode four already. This is going to be a good one. So pull up your chair, turn off anything that will distract you from this episode. I'm going into a topic that really no one is talking about. But as a midwife, it's easy for me. So in episode four, I have a question for you. What are the other names for vagina? Right. Now, if you are reaching over to turn this off, because this could be uncomfortable, it may also be an opportunity to learn. Remember that. Take a breath and wait before you do. Just hear me out. Let me tell you a story. Vagina was the first word that I said as I stood on the stage at Manchester United Football Club. It was the start of my public journey as a menopause coach and expert. Now, being the last speaker after a two-day conference was a little unnerving. Watching and waiting as speaker after speaker was applauded by the incredible crowd. Now it was my turn. If you have ever been a speaker at an event, then you will know that the last speaker needs to bring a bit of energy as everyone is exhausted and checking their watches for the train and, and making a sharp exit. Actually, when I think about it, vagina was the second statement I actually made. The first statement was, this is a lipstick moment. And I pulled my red lipstick out and proceeded to put it on in front of 300 faces staring at me. Well, it is my trademark after all, and the story of my red lipstick is another story for another podcast. Getting back to vagina. What other names do you have for it? Just have a think for a moment. Now, I'm not going to talk about vulva because there is a difference and that also could be another podcast episode. I asked the women in my free Facebook group this question. Well, let's just say they came alive. I've never seen so many names written out and it created a laugh in the group with everyone adding to the list. They were actually about 40 or 50 different names. Now, if you are driving, a little bit of a help a warning here, please hang on to the steering wheel or pull over and stop for this next bit. The usual ones of Fanny, Badge, Snatch, Minge, Flower, Hippo's Yawn, Kangaroo Pouch, Tunnel of Love, Babushka, Badger, Hole, Vulnerable Part, Front Bottom, Lady Garden, Underneath Carriage, Wizard Sleeve, Muff and Velvet Glove. Do you get the picture now? 
So these are all the names that I was given in the list. But it sounds very different to the medical term, vagina. The medical term says it's a muscular tube from the external genitals to the cervix of the uterus in women. Now, this is where the problem occurs. There seems to be a very different definition from a medical perspective. But before I explore the problem, I have another question for you. What other names for hand do you have? Look at it. Look at your hand and imagine yourself going into the doctors and you have a problem with your hand. I bet the conversation goes something like this. Hello, I've hurt my right hand, maybe my left hand, and then you may proceed to describe what is wrong with your hand. Maybe you've fallen on your hand, injured your hand. What is the word you frequently hear throughout this conversation? Yes, it's hand. And then hopefully the doctor, the health professional, understands exactly what you're talking about and advises you accordingly. Now, what has this got to do with vagina? This is where the problem occurs. Now, let's imagine that you're attending the doctors to see either a GP or a health professional about an issue you have in your vagina in relation to perimenopause or menopause. First of all, there could be two scenarios. The first one is you are that worked up about discussing an issue related to your vagina that your cortisol is really high, you are freezing up and as soon as you walk in the door, even if you've got something prepared, as soon as you walk in the door and um, you decide, I can't actually say that, I can't actually tell them what's really the problem. So in a flash, you make up something that's not the issue you tell them about that instead and as soon as you leave the room immediately you feel upset because you couldn't say what the real issue was and so you continue to suffer on and this is so common for so many women that I know and speak to is that they can't seem to say the right words for vagina, vulva, body parts. So, let's take it for a minute. We've heard all the um, names in relation to vagina and what, you're, what women are used to calling on a daily basis. So, let's run this scenario through and think about it from, not just from your point of view, but also from the health professional or the GP that's trying to support you or help you. So, let's, let's go through this second scenario. So you walk in, hello, I have a problem with my fandango. It feels very itchy and looks very red. It's very hot, velvet's glove, and sometimes my flower has discharge coming from it. I'm very upset because this problem with my wizard's sleeve is causing a huge problem for me every day and it's stopping me from having relationships with my partner. It's painful and I cannot expose my babushka at all. Do you have any advice, please? Now, <laughs> okay, 
I am perhaps putting this in a bit of an extreme way, but you get the issue, you get the problem. Hopefully you can hear the problem. The GP or the health professional, either male or female, is not really understanding what you're talking about. Maybe they don't have a clue about the multitude of words that you have for your hippo's yawn or vagina. Ooh, how much simpler does it sound for health professionals for you to use the word vagina, not vulva, because that's different. Don't mix up the two. So yes, I have laboured the point. And it may sound funny, and maybe you've had a little laugh listening, but all of this does have a serious note too. Why do we all, why do we use all of these names and cannot say the word vagina? Let me help you. It's shame. It's not your fault either. You have been conditioned into calling your body parts by ridiculous names because it's embarrassing to name your body parts using the correct names, vagina, vulva, clitoris, breasts. There is a language barrier. And believe me, as I've worked as a health professional, it slows down being able to get to the root of the issue quickly. GPs now and health professionals have got 10 minute slots. So to help them to help you, I want you to start naming your body parts as they are. It will prevent future generations from also feeling this shame. And by speaking more openly about your body parts, no less Dawson, for those that remember, looking or, you know, those looks with the... Um, folding the arms and the whispering and the nodding and, you know, starting to talk really quietly. Stand tall and practice saying these words out loud. So if you start removing the shame, be proud of your body parts. Next time when you have a problem with your vagina, please just say you have a problem with your vagina. It will save you and your health professional a lot of time trying to figure out what the problem is between these ridiculous names. And more importantly, you will get the support and help much more quickly so you can get the right advice and treatment for a vaginal problem which perhaps, if left untreated, could cause you health and relationship issues. So get used to saying the word vagina. My daughter, when I went onto the stage at Manchester United, had no idea that I was going to start my, my speaking moment with the word vagina. But in, in that way, it was really good. And I encouraged my daughters to, to use the correct body parts and say them because it stops that shame. It becomes the same as if you're saying hand and there's no embarrassment. And that's what I want to encourage for you is to think about um, keeping it simple. Talk in a language that, that medical um, and health professionals 
understand that is clear, it's specific, and then you can get the right help. Basically, it's keeping it simple. So I want you to think about it. I want you to think about the scenarios. I want you to think about all the names that you do use for vagina and ask you, is that actually, um, uh, is that talking about your vagina or is that talking about your vulva? Because as I said, they are different. And there is a lot of words that become interchangeable. Actually, women who are talking about their vulva um, are mean in their vagina and vice versa. So it gets confusing as a health professional and also um, it gets confusing for yourself when you're not understanding the biology. So in perimenopause and menopause, it's so important when there are symptoms in relation to your vagina and the impact of um, the low deficiency hormones on your vagina and um, vulva and how it impacts your everyday life and very often it can impact your relationships it can impact you know um you know different um if, if you're having if it's if your vagina's red or itchy because of um because of because of the low hormone deficiency then it's it's really significant that you actually tell the health professional and are able to say that word out loud vagina practice saying it so I want you to start thinking about your body parts start thinking about the words that you use start thinking about the um, terms that you have been used to start noticing anybody else in your circle what they what how they start talking about vagina or if they've got anything that they are secretly embarrassed about or and feel embarrassed you know please encourage um women to start in your circle to start naming their body parts without the shame because there is you know you can you can oh, there's only one word for hand let's only just make one word for vagina remove the shame that's what i want so thanks for listening it's been an amazing great topic and it's only just the icing on the on the cake really it is just starting to break the silence it's starting to um break those generational patterns of years that you've been conditioned into that you can't say that word and even when you um you know and this come from from just conditioned from years ago, passed on from generation to generation. So it's nobody's fault and nobody to blame. But even in schools, it was just like, you know, oh, I'm going to tell you about this. Um, and in everybody would have a little bit of a snigger. You know, it's we need to remove that shame. We need to be able to say equally the same as we say, hand, I have a problem with my vagina. I have a problem with my hand. And it doesn't, it doesn't actually impact your emotions. It doesn't do anything for you in a way that you feel shame. And, you know, through as our body changes in perimenopause and menopause, it's so important to um, to have that healthy body image as well. And this is a good start. So 
it's been a great topic to cover. We are in the 21st century. You do have the power to shape the way for the future generations. And let's start by being able to say the word vagina without feeling uncomfortable. And so the next time that you visit a health professional and say vagina, be proud. You've just broken a generational pattern. And so I am going to be talking in the next episode about um, what is really causing your energy drain. So many women who work closely with me have no energy at all. And they leave after working with me closely, either on my 30-day program or my 90-day program, one-to-one, just even in my free classes and challenges, they feel as if their energy has started to increase. And actually, they can go from a score of 1 out of 10 to eight to nine out of ten in a matter of five or six weeks so it's an important subject so i want to ask you to please follow me on the socials and and remember also the other thing that i wanted to announce is i'm running a conference retreat what the heck is that you're going to say it's a combination between a conference and a retreat and i'm running it in september in a place called lagan which is the um, destiny of excellence it's absolutely incredible place um, tucked away in this um, in Dumfries and Galloway gateway of fleet and the conf retreat is called menopause unleash the joy and I cannot wait it is going to be incredible I have speakers that are going to h- help you have what this belly laugh and honestly sometimes in perimenopause and menopause it doesn't feel it feels ages since you've had that real good belly laugh doesn't it and so also a mix of evidence-based information and teaching around perimenopause and menopause I have experts coming in who are going to share their story, going to share their strategies and techniques on lots of menopause symptoms. And I want you to understand and listen and learn from the people and the experts that absolutely um, are at the you know, pioneering stage of what they're doing. I always bring in incredible speakers, so you will not be disappointed at all. And I'm also going to be sharing the results of um, from the women who have worked with me for 90 days and their incredible transformations. So there's lots of practical and everyday um, support that you can take from this conference. And I really want you to um, go and take a look at the link. And it's on the 18th and 19th of September. And I cannot wait. It's going to be an incredible experience. So if you are suffering from menopause symptoms, if you are a business owner and you want to um, circulate with business owners just like you, if you are an employer and you want to be able to support your staff in in menopause and know how to support your staff through um, perimenopause and menopause, this is for you. I am also going to be sharing my experience of working with St Mirren and the Scottish Football Association and 
and um, a program that I'm working with them closely to show how perimenopause and menopause can be um, explored safely using football, using sport. And I, I'm so excited about this program. So it's more of a social impact and it's going to be really exciting. So please check the link. Please check the speakers because you will absolutely be blown away with the quality of speakers. And, the, and it is that feeling of community, that feeling of being heard, that feeling of being supported and knowing that with everything in perimenopause and menopause that there are other things that you can do um, apart from taking HRT. Even if you're taking HRT, it isn't the only solution. Open your mind to think about other things that you can do to be able to improve and reduce your menopause symptoms on a daily basis and know what that is. Simple strategies that you can understand and that you can take away with you and be surrounded by women who completely understand you and really want to help you to move from that place of suffering and joy. And the location just is incredible. I was asked to speak at this location for International Women's Day in March and when I went it's a whole experience the experience of being together the experience of feeling connected the experience of you know reconnecting with yourself it's so much more than just a venue it is incredible experience incredible experience and I want to share this with you so please don't take um don't miss this opportunity. It's going to be amazing. So please, um, I have exhibition stands. I have op opportunities for sponsorship and I have so much more to offer. And I am absolutely welcoming you to come to this conference on menopause, unleash the joy, a word that is not associated with menopause. I want to help you to start changing your mindset, your thoughts around perimenopause and menopause and come and, and be supported to think in a different way. And that's what I want from this, um, from this conference retreat. I want you to come away feeling supported. I want you to come away feeling alive, that you've been listened to, that you are important that you have reconnected back with yourself and anything is possible in your life. Anything is possible in your life. And I want you to realize that. And with this incredible speakers and the incredible support on offer, whether you are suffering from menopause symptoms or whether you're a business owner, it affects every business owner. Whether you're an employer, it affects the people that you employ. And it affects, it doesn't matter who you are, it affects everybody. And it's, a, it's an issue that we really need to start talking about in a different way. And this is what this opportunity is for this um, conference retreat. And so please look up the details. I am so excited about this event. So 
Um, I am not sure if I'm going to be going on the stage saying vagina, um, but be sure to know that you will be, they'll be full of surprises. It will be uh, an energy that is a um, combination of high energy and then a combination of that, you know, that calm, that supportive, that feeling where everything is going to be um, in place. So you come away not feeling exhausted, feeling re-energized and feel that you are absolutely alive. So thank you so much for listening. I cannot wait to share this with you. Um, check in the link and remember the next time that you go to the GP, remember to say the word vagina if you have a problem. And do you know what I said? Remember, every time you do that, you are breaking a generational pattern. You have stepped into this 21st century and I cannot wait to help women to start removing the shame and feeling that they are in shame with their body and their body image at this chap during this chapter of their life. So I look forward to catching up with you in the next episode, which is what is really causing your energy. So I look forward to seeing you then. Thank you so much for listening and have an amazing day, an amazing week, and I'll see you next week. Bye. So if there is a tiny part of you that is curious to understand more of what I do and how I support women, just like you to shift from a place of suffering to a place of joy, you can find me on socials, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn below. I work with women one-to-one group programs and run live events. The focus for me is you, not only HRT.